0: Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss the sweet nuggets of goodness that come from living the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, thoughts, and ideas that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily a reflection of the actual doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening, and enjoy this week's conversation. And this one is a risky one. I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> I have a new um, volunteer. <laughs> the actual most uh, talked about wait, on wait,
1: this wait, podcast. Wait, wait, wait.
0: wait okay, so, <laughs> so I have long stated that it is, um, Annette is the favorite co-host. And that's really because... Most referenced to. Referenced. Yeah. And that is because my youngest brother, who I won't name just because I don't want to add another tick mark. <laughs> well, Brendan, who is child number two, you can tell because his name starts with B. Yep. Has um, decided that it's time for me to be put in my place. hmm And he wants to uh, add a rebuttal to some of my bold claims. So... I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know how this is going to go. I do know that I get final editing, say, and so I can cut anything <laughs> I need to. I need to have one of those buttons that just beeps out everything that you say. So yeah. as you're talking, I can just... All I have is this one right here where it's Justin saying, no! <laughs> <laughs> so, Brendan. <clears throat> so, Dad. Tell me. Um, it just, it blows my mind that mm-hmm. I could be wrong about anything, but... Mm-hmm. Tell me one of the these claims that you have that I have misspoken in one of these previous podcast episodes.
1: So I will start off by saying I'm currently listening through all of them, and I think I'm up to episode 20 right now, and okay. this is probably episode, like, 80.
0: Oh, this is uh, – I don't think I'm quite to 80. It's probably
1: 79. 70, I think 79 was like the most recent one on Spotify. I think so. So I can pull it up,
0: and, and we can see if you're accurate. But,
1: but yes, so I'm, you know, don't. roughly
0: a quarter of the way through. Okay, 70 was my last episode.
1: So no. you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a little more than a quarter of the way through, and you started referencing to Annette as the most referenced to mm-hmm. on the podcast, which I don't think it would account as a reference if they're a co-host. okay. So did I say that she's the most referenced yes. person, or did I most referenced person? Oh, okay, um, is how you'd introduce her, and you know maybe have uh, changed that after episode twenty-ish, probably uh, to whatever it was you were trying to say earlier. But
0: most beloved co-host. That's <laughs> that's probably what I meant. Probably. <laughs> um, but when I mention her, I usually mention her multiple times in an episode so that I can. I want to increase the count there.
1: Yeah, but I have thought about going back through and you know keeping a tally mark, and you know I could count one time as an introduction, but if they're a co-host, then it doesn't really count as referring to them.
0: That's that's fair. Mm -hmm. I'll accept that.
1: And as I was going through and listening, I was like, I'm referenced to in at least every other episode. Okay, so so you got ten multiple times, if. And usually in those episodes, I'm referenced to. You're referencing me, you know, five times or so.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I believe it. (laughs) I may need to go back, and I may need to go back and edit some things. I'll change. (laughs) I'll change names. Did I say your name, or did I? Did I just talk about I have a son? Because I have three sons. You could be talking about anybody. But I I could be talking figuratively, (laughs) (laughs) not just about you specifically. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, there were there were definitely uh I think every time you had referenced me, you would reference me in a way that I would know that it was me. Oh and anybody oh. that knows my story or has read the chocolate cake book, <laughs> which you know, I'm in the chocolate cake book yes. and that's not. Yes, that's uh I think you have my true. name in there as David, but
0: I probably called you David because I like that name better. <laughs> I actually no, I um I could go back and that's not but in there. That's true.
1: Candace is. So you must is like her Candace more than yeah. because you have uh when i had gone to Temple Square. Oh, that's right. And that, you there. know, that's a perfect example of one of the times you referenced me. So you I don't referenced? know of any of your other sons that drove out to Temple Square on their way up to California. That's true. And ran into Carissa and Candace. <laughs> 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 so now my I have a very different um
0: my side of the story of on that experience is different. Um tell your Side of the story, why, because you called me on a Friday afternoon, and you said you were going to get lemons. So mm-hmm. tell tell the story about lemons. What <laughs> is the story? Because I know that every time I tell the story, I just get hassled that I'm telling it wrong. I'm guessing, guessing I'm getting the details mm-hmm. wrong.
1: Well, first off, the detail you got gotten wrong in the podcast was when you referred to it the first time, you were referring to it as if you had talked about it on the podcast before.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. So, so, so this that, is that the was your first day. podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, so the way it happened, and I don't remember the exact situation, but it was something along the lines of mom owed me $20 for doing something, and I owed Carissa $20 for doing something. Okay, so so you don't even remember the details yourself. I don't remember exactly what it was I owed her money for. I'm wrong because I was there. Oh,
0: my goodness. All
1: right, and you were probably sleeping. I was probably sleeping. You're right. Um yeah, so I don't remember exactly what it was that I owed Carissa money for, and I don't remember exactly what it was I'd done for mom that she owed me money for. Um, so mom hadn't paid me yet, so I didn't have any cash to give to Carissa. Mom doesn't believe in Venmo. She doesn't believe in Venmo. She now believes in Cashmo. That's right. Or Lemmo, with <laughs> lemons. Um, and so I was trying to ex- uh, explain to Carissa that, you know, instead of asking me for the $20, you should ask mom for the $20 because she owes me $20 and I can give that $20 to you. Or she can just give it straight to you. And she wasn't getting it. And so I decided I would just, there was a lemon on the counter. So I grabbed a lemon. I said, this is $20. So that's that's how we get the reference. Yeah.
0: I knew it was a math concept. And Brendan has a natural math mind. And many other people in the world do not. And so Brendan has been, he's been a great tutor. You tutored mom when she was in in nursing school. Yep. You've tutored, I think, most of your siblings. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, in our family, the lemon has come to represent $20. Yeah. There was something about throwing it also. Was that at the same that time? Was, or was that
1: was uh, – Carissa started that. It actually started with limes, and then it evolved to lemons because lemons were $20. They're all – That citrus. way, instead of, you know, throwing limes to – I don't know, you're supposed to do that to make them more juicy or something. <laughs> uh, throwing it isn't what solves the problem. It's That gets rid
0: of maybe siblings.
1: <laughs> but then that way, you know, it evolves. Oh, well, you know, I'm throwing lemons, so this is a good thing because I'm throwing $20 at you.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: So you can't get mad at me. It's
0: $20. I, well, I know you're not saying I can't get mad at you, but I suppose you could say people can't get mad at you if you're throwing $20, even though yeah. it's as hard as a rock and you're just trying to get some <laughs> juice out of it. Um, so... I got most of the details right. I, there were some subtle things that mm-hmm. I was off on, but I stand by my point. <laughs> so you were on your way to Temple Square mm-hmm. because um, you were driving th- through the country. Yes. Driving um,
1: out to California for work. And Chris was out in Temple Square and uh, wanted to stop by and see Grand and Papa Jim in Portland. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm getting paid for this road trip. I'm going to make an actual road trip out of it. I'm not just going to book it there and...
0: Have yeah. a few detours,
1: yeah. So it's like, okay, you know, gonna go through and say hi to Carissa because I know it was a couple weeks before you and us and we're out there for general conference, and you guys got the chance to mm-hmm. uh talk to her. So, and
0: and um, you'll hear the story later mm-hmm. as you listen to future podcasts, mm-hmm. but um, we've talked about. Uh, the hierarchy of missions on, mm-hmm. on the podcast. And Temple Square missions are very different than most other missions. Mm-hmm. And her mission president that <clears throat> that she had at the time was very open, not just open, but, but wanted families to come out and visit their mm-hmm. daughters. And so I knew that Brendan would have an opportunity to see Krissa if he wanted to. Yeah. Now, you decided not to schedule yep. the trip. So why is <laughs> that?
1: Uh, I I think that's a genetic thing. Uh, I think we talked about this in the past. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just like how you went out and visited grandma Vita Mm. on a for the moment thing. And, you know, I've done that a couple other times. Like when, uh, Caitlin got back from her mission, I'd Mm. flown out there, met up with the Ashtons and just showed up at church and was like, Oh, Oh, that's right. I forgot you did that. Hey, and Barry, you guys, like, I think. The Ashton's knew I was coming out. Okay. uh, So that way I would actually have a ride once I got down there. Um, So the the context there, Annette,
0: who's our favorite and most referenced Mm -hmm. (laughs) co-host, lives in the same stake as, So and that's my sister, they live in the same stake as Marcine's sister. And so they know each other, not just because they met when we got married 108 years ago, but Mm -hmm. um, they have, they have. They cross each other's paths in the stake. And so Caitlin, who's, we heard her on the podcast a few weeks ago,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, had come back from her mission. Was it after Caitlin's mission to Nauvoo, or was
1: that? Uh, I don't remember where she was serving. Okay. So but she, she
0: served in Nauvoo, but, but it was after Caitlin's mission?
1: Yeah. So it was, okay. it was uh, her talk right afterwards. Okay. And I think you had told me about it, and I was like, yeah, you know what, you know, fly out to... DC, I think round trip, it was like 60 bucks on standby. Nice. And... Uh, Back in the days when or, th- you could do that? Yeah. 20 or 30 bucks round trip for a Greyhound bus to go from yeah. DC down to Richmond. And, you know, that was close enough that...
0: You could hook up with cousins and... Yep. So you you
1: did a little surprise there.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're saying it's genetic? I think so. Your mother started this.
1: Uh, I think I get it from <laughs> your side. <laughs> From what I understand, I've never heard any stories of mom doing that.
0: She's no fun. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't like um, the the wild surprise. Mm-hmm. I do though, and mm-hmm. I have uh, done that once or twice. Where I just show up. Yeah. And I love the. I just. I love the surprise. Now, mm-hmm. um, race. Mm-hmm. Your new brother-in-law.
1: Yes, he he could take notes.
0: Awful at surprises.
1: If it right yeah race if you just don't tell anybody about anything and just show up that's <laughs> how you surprise Carissa.
0: <laughs> that's right. So um we'll work with them. We'll mm-hmm. we'll help them figure it out. Yeah. All right, so continue whatever story you were telling.
1: Yeah, so I was driving out there and I talked to you and you'd give me a couple ideas of, you know, you can schedule it, you can get a hold of her, um you can message her while you're there. Mhm. Um, or you can find a set of sisters and Chris is apparently the most popular sister. They're missionary. all popular.
0: They're all just, they all pretty much know each other. And
1: <laughs> yeah, so I would uh, started walking around Temple Square and uh, found a set of sisters and I was like, Hey, do you guys know sister Williams? And they're like, yes, we do. Like, she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she is amazing. Now it's risky mm-hmm. to just show up because mm-hmm. there may be
0: assignments. She may be on a P day preparation day because they have P um all during the week
1: and i think i'd been talking to her beforehand and i knew at least at, during that transfer what her P days were
0: right because it was changed from transfer to transfer
1: um those were the days that she was allowed to message family
0: right on her P days, so i don't think she yeah. could do it on on other days
1: yeah so i but. think the, those were the days that uh she had gotten hold of me or sent me something um so i had a rough idea on that and it's like okay i should be in the clear that way um, but so I'd found these sisters and like, yes, we know, like, yeah, we know who she is. And are oh, are you her brother? Cause apparently we look a lot alike, even though I've got a beard and she doesn't.
0: Yeah. Her beard hasn't come in yet.
1: <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh, does she know you're here? No. Oh, you're, you're trying to surprise me. Yeah. Okay. Would you like us to call her for you? Yeah. That'd be great. And so, they had called her, didn't tell her um, that I was there. They're just like, hey, you know, can you come to uh, whatever visitor center we were in? Yeah. Um, Which is gone now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. They and, might both be gone. Uh, so, they were, I think, in the tunnel going from one place to another because they were heading over that way to start the tour anyway. So, they're like, yeah, we can come by. And so, I saw her before she saw me. And, Always fun. Yeah so i'd come up and wave to her and she was excited and i gave her uh, i think beforehand when i stopped off at the grocery store i would picked up uh, some lemons and i i think a jar of peanut butter okay um but i'm not 100% sure on that uh and then on the lemons i had opened up the bag and written like different scripture verses on them in sharpie right uh
0: just uh, some encouragement
1: yep and nice so i'd given that to her she was grateful because you know I just gave her twenty dollars each, yeah, twenty dollars each is a whole cow. bag yeah that's a, that's a lot of twenty dollars
0: and the Harmon's grocery store doesn't charge twenty dollars each for a lemon.
1: Nope, it's a bargain.
0: it's a great deal if yeah. you can get somebody who values lemons, <laughs> at twenty dollars each.
1: yes, um but yeah, so it was fun, and we were talking for a little bit, and she told me she had to get going to for a tour, but that was welcome to come by. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm gonna try and get a hold of mark um and just oh, you said his uh, name, dang it. Come on! <laughs> All right,
0: we'll let, we'll let it slide.
1: Yeah. Uh, try and get a hold of him. Uh, and I think I called him, and he was actually, I think, up in Portland. Um, Or okay. he was out of he was out of town doing something, or he just didn't respond because, even though know, I'm his favorite nephew.
0: Yes. How could you not be?
1: Exactly. Um. So I was like, okay, you know what? If he's not around here, yeah, I'm gonna go see if I can run into Chris again. Yeah, she told me where the tour was starting. Mm -hmm. So walking back around. And I see Chris at the flagpole, and I see a family there with her. And I was like, they look kind of familiar. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, you know,
0: that's McCain's. Yeah, so Candace and her family were there for spring Mm. break.
1: Yep. And so I walked up and said hi. took them a second to remember who I was. was (laughs)
0: Because they looked at you with the same thing. Uh, You look really familiar.
1: Yeah. And... Yeah, so that was, that was a really cool experience.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, as I've been thinking about uh, Brennan's uh, joy for surprising people, I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember this, and I'd have to figure out how old you were, but do you remember when we surprised Mark on his mission?
1: This sounds familiar.
0: So um, Mark, I don't know if I was at FedEx yet or not. Mark was um, coming home from his mission. He served his mission mm-hmm. in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And he was coming, as he was coming home. Yeah, we were surprised at the airport. Yeah. And so Brendan was young, younger than you are now. You were probably, I want to say like 12, 10, 6, 8, 8 something like that. Ballpark. I'll do the math at, at oh, some no. point. And um, we saw him mm-hmm. at the gate of, because we, we had arranged I think we talked to Annette about this on the uh, the podcast or something like that. Mm-hmm. I talked to Annette about it recently. Mm-hmm. And Annette had done some shenanigans and she mm-hmm. got us on the same flight. Mm-hmm. And um, where we were sitting right next to Mark on the flight from mm-hmm. Salt Lake to San Jose. Mm-hmm. And you just walked up to him randomly in the airport. Mm-hmm. And Mark looked <laughs> at you with that same kind of expression that I I should know who you are, uh-huh. <laughs> but I have no idea. <laughs> And to, to his defense, I guess, mm-hmm. when you see somebody so out of context, mm-hmm. it sometimes takes a minute to figure out.
1: And especially if it's been a couple of years since yeah. you've seen him. Right. I don't know if we had sent him any family pictures or anything.
0: Um, I, who knows? We mm-hmm. probably didn't communicate with him while he was on his mission. I am going to try and do some, uh, some math while you tell your next story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure out about how old you were. Um,
1: Because if he was 21.
0: Right. I don't know. I'll have to figure this one out. Um, But so Brendan's done this um, and and I'm not going to apologize for that genetic gift (laughs) that I've given you because it is, you've done it a few times and Mm -hmm. it's just, I remember hearing from Annette, I think, because it was... Then that you surprised, and mm-hmm. it was just—it's just fun when you just mm-hmm. show up. Yeah, and um so it's mm-hmm. great fun. Okay, so what's the next error that I need to correct?
1: Uh, I feel like there's one more, but those were the two main ones.
0: That's it. I brought you on the podcast for two little <laughs> insignificant things like that.
1: I fr- I think I've, I've slept since a. I remember the other ones. Oh my goodness! Um,
0: <laughs> so I could, I figured out how old how old I am. Mm-hmm. No, I I didn't need a calculator to figure that out. Actually, it, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't hurt. Um, let's see. This is taking a lot more time than I think it should. But I, I'm kind of interested just to know how mm-hmm. uh, how old are you right now? Twenty five. Yep. So you're ten. There you go. There's the age. So that mm-hmm. that that gap from eight to ten mm-hmm. um, is a there's a bit of change that happens mm-hmm. in those two years, and so it yeah it doesn't surprise me that he struggled for a minute to figure out who you were. Mm-hmm. And then the other part of that is when we landed in San Jose, we stayed away from the family gathering. Mm-hmm. Annette and Barry lived. Uh, pretty close to my parents. And mm-hmm. So they were there at the airport and my par- parents were there and Mark mm-hmm. was there. They have the whole family surrounding him and mm-hmm. we were just walking ahead and my mom saw us as we were walking towards baggage claim. Mm-hmm. And that was, oh, was a sweet <laughs> moment. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> Got lost. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So you can't think of any other errors. So my my track record is pretty good. Mm-hmm. you
1: I feel like there's at least a couple more, but I'll have to oh, goodness. go back through and actually take notes of all your errors.
0: Yes. And <laughs> Allison has, has insisted that she's going to do the same thing, and we'll see if that actually happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, the other one that I told you, you uh, never talked about uh, the birthday card that you gave to CJ. Oh. That was my idea. So talk Which about... Should... So CJ, let's...
0: Mm-hmm. Um, talk briefly about cj cj's been on the podcast a few times before cj is one of my favorite people in the world don't tell him i said that (laughs) i don't know if he listens to this podcast he should because Mm -hmm. sometimes we talk about mark mark and cj have a very Mm -hmm. um unusual relationship yeah so cj i don't know what the topic of this podcast is going to be we're this is just going to be random stuff Mm -hmm. but cj when he was um young and young Adultish. He had kids, mm-hmm. but um, lost his sight overnight. And um, so he has um, been navigating his life for the last, probably half his life, maybe more than that. See, I could be wrong about this one too, mm-hmm. but he's been blind. And uh, now one of the things that I've learned, and I may talk at some point about how I learned this. But one of the things that I learned is it's not fun to Mm -hmm. tease somebody um, about things that they can't control, but it's fun to tease people just because it's fun you can. Mm -hmm. And so CJ, um, when he had moved into our ward, um, he'd been in our ward before, before he lost his sight actually, and then Mm -hmm. um, moved away, moved back. And I was in the bishopric, so I went over to their house. I was just mm-hmm. kind of getting to know them and and navigate what opportunities might exist for the, the family. Um, and um, I asked him if he wanted me to treat him differently because he's blind. And he said, Ken, please no, mm-hmm. please no. I don't wanna be treated any differently than anybody else. And I just mm-hmm. got that kind of maniacal laughter you don't know what you just asked. (laughs) And um, so I I would never tease him because he's blind, but I might take advantage of the fact that he is blind. So for example, in Sunday school, he would sit in the, he's such a righteous person. He's much more righteous than -hmm. than I am for sure. Mm -hmm. But he would sit in the very front row Mm -hmm. and um, I would sit right next to him. Now, nobody else sits in the front row, Mm -hmm. but CJ did. And I would sit right next to him and I would Mm -hmm. sit right next to him um, I would make sure that he absolutely knew that somebody was sitting right next to him. Mm-hmm. And he knew it was me because nobody else would do that. Mm-hmm. And as the teacher would would ask us to um, pull out our scriptures and, and turn to different passages, I would pull mine out. He never brought his. I figured that was probably the one thing that he did that was not very righteous. Mm-hmm. And so I would share mine with him. And I would just, <laughs> I would just <laughs> push the scriptures over in front of him so that he could follow along with us. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a teacher who traveled frequently, this is Justin Mm -hmm. Libert, who traveled frequently to Mm -hmm. uh, Israel and he would bring Mm -hmm. back candy. And just like I've done many times with classes, works Mm -hmm. great with youth, works well with adults as well, but Justin would reward us for answering questions Mm -hmm. by tossing us a piece piece of candy. And this Mm -hmm. Israeli candy was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Well, there was one Sunday that there was no candy. And CJ, in his humble way, asked Justin, I just answered a question, where's my candy? And Justin said, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't been to Israel lately. And CJ said, in his true wise Mm -hmm. fashion, they sell candy here too. (laughs) Which I love that because you don't have to go to Israel just to get candy. Mm -hmm. So one of my great gifts, and I have kindly passed this along to all of my kids. Mm -hmm. Now I need to teach them how to use this. Superpower for good and not just for evil, but one of my great gifts is when I figure out people's hot buttons, I remember them and I use them. And learning people's hot buttons is great because you can um, get a reaction mm-hmm. <laughs> out of people, yep. and the reaction is great if you use it for good. It's also, mm-hmm. um, it's what's the the opposite? It's oppositely bad <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if you use it for bad. Mm-hmm. And so I remembered candy. Candy's a hot mm-hmm. button for CJ, which was fun. His birthday was coming up and I got him a bag of truffles, mm-hmm. uh, chocolate truffle, truffles from Costco. And mm-hmm. and my struggle was, oh, what, kind of, what kind of card do you get a blind guy? Mm-hmm. And it took me a little bit of pondering before I realized it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So I thought if it doesn't matter, I'm just going to get him, I'm not going to get him a card. I got him a piece of paper that was blank and I folded it up in force like a card you would print on your mm-hmm. printer and gave that to him. And I thought it was hilarious. And his um wife at the time, she wasn't home when I dropped off the gift, but she opened up this paper and CD was trying to get her to read it. And she said it doesn't say anything. No, 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 what did he write on there? It doesn't say anything. And so finally he figured out there's nothing on this card. Which I thought was hilarious. So he returned the favor and I say that in air quotes, mm-hmm. but he told me, he'd sent me a text, uh, an email the next day. And he said, can I have some thoughts about the card quote mm-hmm. that you gave me? Um, I'll have it for you on Sunday. Now, just with my maturity level, I thought mm-hmm. he's going to shred it and he's going to give me this handful of confetti. Mm-hmm. No, that's <laughs> not what he gave me. And I have it somewhere. I have to find out where I have it stashed, but he gave me this card, had my name written on the front and the inside was all Braille, which I thought was, that's just brilliant. So I mm-hmm. sat in my Bishopric meeting with the Braille alphabet pulled up on my phone on one knee and his card on the other knee. And I'm just trying to figure it out. And the card okay. said absolutely nothing. Well, I, It said Ken. And at the end it said CJ and everything in the middle just didn't make any sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it took me way too long. And I went up to him in Sunday school and I said, CJ, this is brilliant. This is gibberish. it's just a bunch of dots and he said no it's not yes it is now cj's like a brother i can just pick on him because i because i love him he's a great guy and and he can take it and he picks on me back and Mm -hmm. and um that's just our our relationship and so i went back and forth and i i dragged other people into the argument and i you know tried to make myself look like i was so kind and helpful by i gave him a gift i gave him a birthday card and ken tell the whole story no that's Mm -hmm. the story i gave you a card true gift true this is what I get returned. I think True. Even
1: had gone on Facebook and you yes. know, I gave him a nice card that looks something kind of like this, and yeah. is you know, nice There's little a part blank the picture of blank duck. inside card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a picture <laughs> on the front. He wasn't going to care about that.
0: So um, finally, that night, I get a text from his wife, Grade Two Braille, which Grade Two Braille I had heard about, but just in passing. Grade Two Braille is Braille Braille, Braille contractions. So the word you is not the letter U. It's not the word Y-O-U. It's just a character and it means you. And most of these contractions are based on sounds. So I pull up nine pages of grade two braille contractions and I didn't have patience to deal with it. So I gave the, mm-hmm. the list and the card to Allison and Allison went through and she got it all decoded. And the card said, Ken, you are a jerk. <laughs> Thanks for the truffles. They were delicious. Take care, jerk cj so i texted him that night and i said this would have been a lot harder it would have taken me a lot longer to decode if you didn't use the word jerk so many times and he said i just roll with whatever i know Mm -hmm. so that was my gift slash card to cj brendan Mm -hmm. has a mind that works similar to mine i don't know where he got it probably from his mother (laughs) and um so what was your your birthday card idea uh
1: when i'd heard this story um i had the an idea for cj's birthday the next year which microsoft word has a font that turns everything into a braille character but it's on a normal sheet of printed paper it's not oh, raised it's not characters race. <laughs> and so i'd given him this idea and it's like it's a pretty good idea ran with it and had uh, typed up something nice to print out on the card and converted everything over to a braille font and printed it off and
0: <laughs> we, we gave that to cj for his birthday super yeah. helpful mm-hmm. see i try to be accessible mm-hmm. and do you remember his response was to that I, I don't remember probably something not very kind I would say he's he's not a very nice person sometimes <laughs> no he's great and we've had a couple good uh good trips and good conversations mm-hmm. so yeah so i'm sorry i gave you that obnoxiousness as well i'm sure that's but the so they probably thing.
1: really get it from Grandma Vita.
0: Probably. She might listen to this, so be careful what you say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not blaming you. I'm just thanking you and recognizing it.
0: It's probably from my dad, and she hadn't um fixed him yet <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so that he's... he's. She was only I, able I'm to not, fix
1: him after uh, he passed
0: man. it on? I don't know if she's fixed him yet. I don't know if he's... <laughs> He's been cured. Maybe. So, yeah, probably came from my mom. Sorry, mom. Sorry we had to out you that way. But, um, yeah. So, we've had a lot of fun conversation. Um, and maybe what we'll do is... I'll just talk about some things that I want to talk about and not necessarily actually talk about them. I'll just give you the heads up. This is what we're going to talk about at some point mm-hmm. and we'll record future episodes. Um, so we've talked about Brendan a little bit. Um, a lot of times it's been in reference to the fact that he stepped away from the church. Mm-hmm. One of the things that um, has been interesting, and I'm just going to share my, my side of the story. If you want to share your side of the story, you can. But one of the things that, that I discovered is that um, number one, when you have a difference in faith or difference in faith tradition, especially from a traditional Latter-day Saint standpoint, that is, it is this whole new area of, of um, confusion maybe that mm-hmm. because we have this and, and the way that I've said it before, and I don't know that I've said it on the podcast I, and Brendan, you can tell me if mm-hmm. I, have or not mm-hmm. um, but I've got a lot of friends that are uh, kind of in the same boat and this is what I would say about that we have as members of the church we have um, the idea that we have the fullness of the gospel and we assume mm-hmm. that that means we have the complete gospel mm-hmm. and I have I believe that that's not completely accurate I think that we have um, gaps in our understanding of what what capital T truth actual fact is Mm -hmm. and but we assume that in this faith tradition that we have all the answers and i think i'm discovering i don't have all the answers i think i have what i feel like are some really good answers and um i i think as our relationship has evolved over the years Mm -hmm. because what i experienced was you were not a super happy person with Mm -hmm. Me or mom, you didn't think that we were as amazing as we really are. (laughs) And um, that, at least from what I've seen, that has kind of evolved over the last Mm. several years, probably six-ish. Yeah, six years. And um, went from what I saw as this really angry person to here we are today, sitting down recording a podcast episode. (laughs) Even though the premise was you're going to tell me how wrong I am, which Mm -hmm. we've established I was wrong two times. Mm
1: -hmm. Three times. (laughs) Three times. Dang it. Well, that would make four.
0: Four. Okay. I'll take that one. I'll take it as four. (laughs) Four and seventy episodes? Okay, I can live with that. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, so far. Four and you know, I guess this would be twenty-one episodes that I've listened to. Okay. Or been a part
0: of. So you don't have to (laughs) listen to this one.
1: But I I listened to Well, I want to listen to it so I know what you try to cut out. (laughs) So I can correct you again.
0: Should I correct (laughs) anything Brendan says? No. (laughs) <laughs> no, I guess not. I don't know. Okay, so, um, but one of the things that I've learned, and I had a, a an episode uh, a couple of months ago about, um, I think I called it "Why I Believe," mm-hmm. and there are things that I've decided to believe because it just uh, those things give me peace. Mm-hmm. And um, so, if you want to talk about any part of that journey yourself, um, what what got you to the point where you? Just as an example, you're back at home. You have civil conversations with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we have different um, belief traditions or belief systems. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Pastor Jody, who seems like a very nice man, mm-hmm. and he loves you. By the way, I don't know if if he's um, told you that, but he told mm-hmm. us that that he loves Brendan. He that Brendan is a great help and and mm-hmm. things like that. So you've got a relationship uh, with with your church community, but I, Mm -hmm. I also, I'm going to make an assumption that you have a relationship with Christ that Mm -hmm. has evolved over the years as well. So, um, any of that that you want to talk about, keep it in mind that I can edit anything that, (laughs) that I feel like anything that puts me in a bad light.
1: Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, so actually, uh, listening to some of the episodes over the past couple of days, it was interesting to kind of relive some of those experiences. Um, Mm -hmm. So, some of the stuff that I had, you know, kind of forgot or you know not thought about in several years, and also see it from your guys's perspective, and it's because like, I don't
0: know that we've ever sat down and talked about. Here's this is what my experience was, and this is what yeah. your experience was.
1: And uh, it was I don't remember who it was that you had on your podcast. Uh, I think it was someone that you knew that was in your state growing up. But, yeah, Sean Repair. Yep. Um. But. You were talking about how I uh, grown up when I was like 16 to 18 ish, you know, everything was, you know, pushing for a mission and everyone like that was the only question I ever mm-hmm. got asked. It was like, oh, when are you going on a mission? When are you right. like, how are you on your mission papers? And I mean, you know, me like the more people ask me <laughs> stuff like that, doesn't matter what it is like. When you got are you gonna- that from
0: your mother too. I'm sure.
1: When, when are you going to do this? When are you going to get this done? the more I get asked, the less I want to do it. Right. It's like, and I mean, even now at work, it's like, oh, well, when are you going to fix my car? When is my car going to be done? It's like, every time you call me, it makes me want to do it even less. <laughs> I actually got so bad yeah, at one point. I'm sorry point, for that too. I was like, you know what? I'm not getting anywhere with your car right now. I'm pulling it outside. <laughs> wow. Um, I did finally get it done though. So Well, that's good. But it was also because they stopped calling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. That's from your mother. <laughs> it
0: has to be because I'm so easy to work with. I do everything that people want exactly <laughs> when they want it. Um, my mom is probably listening saying, that is not true. That is not the kid I <laughs> had in my house growing up.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'd kind of forgotten some of that and, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, a lot of or some of that was, you know, just angry teenager, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of par for the course. It um, happens
0: a lot. And you know, the thing is, I don't know that I, you're old enough now, you're mature enough now. I can tell you the story. But mm-hmm. um, as we were going through that, as we were in the middle of it, mom and I mm-hmm. were talking about how um how do we let Brennan know that doesn't matter what his choices are, mm-hmm. we still love him. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I know you well enough to know. I said, we can't tell him that we can't mm-hmm. tell him that it doesn't matter what you decide. We're going to mm-hmm. love you anyways, because you would have challenged us on that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> let's see. I'm going to do this crazy, outrageous thing. Mm-hmm. And let's see if you still love me. And it would have been mm-hmm. something that probably would land you in jail or mm-hmm. <laughs> dead or something like that. And um, maybe you don't think that that's what, mm-hmm. but that's what I, I saw. I just mm-hmm. saw that because of that, that, that conflict that, that was just naturally there. hmm I saw that anything we would have said to try and and, um, mitigate that, Mm -hmm. you would have uh, amped it up and said, well, try this, try this one on, see how you feel about this. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And um, what was it? I know what I think it was, at least on our side, but what Mm -hmm. was it for you that got you to kind of you're thinking to change a little bit that maybe this family, this your parents aren't mm-hmm. as awful as you had been mm-hmm. believing.
1: Um so I think part of it was I did move out of the house. I did have a little bit of distance. Mm-hmm. Um and then also like something you had mentioned in that same podcast with him of uh, mom coming or send me a text or Get me a call saying, "Hey, I uh, accidentally bought way too many groceries." So if you- accident, yeah, which you know, I was like, okay, you know what, I, you know, that doesn't seem like something she would actually do, but I do need groceries, right? And it's like, food is good, so yeah, you know what, I will go over there, and uh, I walked out with like two loaves of bread, and you know, she's like, oh, you know, I got like three boxes of your favorite cereal and a gallon of milk and- <laughs> on accident. I forgot you don't live here anymore. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Frosted Cheerios.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, you know, it's like an entire grocery trip that she had, you know, oh, yeah, you know, take this and take this and take this. And, oh, well, you know, no one else eats leftovers, which Mm -hmm. that part is at least true. That's, yeah, we we do struggle with leftovers. Here's a bunch of leftovers you can take, too. You know, they're good for another couple days.
0: Speaking of which, I have half a sandwich up in my fridge. If you want it.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure I'll eat it. <laughs> Might take you up on that. Um, yeah, so I think that was kind of definitely a start to it. And then also, um, even after then, uh, it would always be kind of a tradition of every Sunday at between like four to six, it was always food over at Jam Pop-Out's house. Yep. And that was always like a uh, kind of a neutral zone. Mm-hmm and i mean and
0: grandma loved you yeah she loved you mm-hmm. and and i think i think i saw her with many of her grandkids like that mm-hmm. that she just it didn't matter what you did didn't matter where you were she just mm-hmm. seemed so excited when you came over and yeah. and um as she was passing i there were several times where i just saw you in fact i mm-hmm. um have spoken on the turtle house fireside. Um, and I've got another one coming up that mm-hmm. I think I'll probably reference this as well, where you just sat there with her mm-hmm. and I, th- <laughs> there's a picture. I think it's a one of those board books that you're reading to her or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you sang to her. I know you just mm-hmm. sat and held her hand. And, um, the, the thing is, um, and I don't know, I, I don't know. um, well, I've got a place I'm going to go here, but I don't know what, uh, other people that are listening, what kind of challenges they have, but, um, I'll wrap this up with my final thought, but I want to give you a chance to continue mm-hmm. your story. So mom accidentally bought your favorite cereal. and
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was kind of the start to it. And then it, from there it was just like, Hey, you know, here's this neutral zone. You're always invited. You're never expected. Um,
0: because expectation mm-hmm. would push you away.
1: Yeah. But it's always like, uh, I'd always get texts from either, you know, you guys or Grim Jam Papa, like, oh, you know, we're making mashed potatoes and Papa's doing hamburgers and, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, making a roast or this or that. So it's like, okay, good food. You know, I might be working, I might be doing something. Right. It's like, okay, if I'm not doing anything, you know, it's a mile down the road. Because, yeah. you know, kind of like you talk about Allison. Only lives about a mile away. It's like, yeah, also moved out, but it's still only a mile away. Mm -hmm. So it's still like, you know, I'm still really close, but you know, so it's so you can keep
0: your distance as long as you want, but you also have very easy access to yeah to come back. And I know mom offered the washer and dryer and things Mm -hmm. like that, and yep, we have free Wi Fi.
1: Yep, (laughs) (laughs) yep, Um, and then. It was also, it's like, okay, you know, I need a place, I have a bunch of stuff, and I need a place to put it, and I was thinking about moving out to California for work, and Mm -hmm. mom said, oh, well, uh, there's a bunch of junk out in the shed, and I'm, you know, getting ready to pay somebody to take all this junk from the garage. If you clean out the shed, you can put all your stuff out there, yeah and it's like, okay, cool, and so I'd cleaned it out and, you know, stored all my stuff in there, and I think I'd stayed here for a month or so before I'd run out to California. And with that, it was, um, you know, also just between enough different work schedules, it's like, okay, you know, we can still go a week without seeing each other. Right. Even though we all live underneath the same roof. Um, But so it's like if I do want my time alone, I can find it. Um, but so I think that was definitely part of it. And then it, I don't remember exactly what all had changed, but it's when I was out in California, um, it just started to become a routine to call grandma Jan call mom and just talk for a while Mm -hmm. on Sundays. Cause it's like, you know, time it, it's like, okay, I know they're, out of church and, you know, probably just getting ready for dinner. Mm-hmm. So I've got, you know, a couple hours of available time right now that I can call. Right. Um, And I also just like to call people and talk. And you just talk
0: them. for, you just talk. Yeah. yeah. So.
1: And, I mean, that's just something I've always done. And, you know, it's sometimes I just go through and it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to call this cousin or this cousin or this cousin. if they don't answer, it's like, okay, I'm going to call this Get person. your list. Yep. Nice. And... It's like, okay, you know, I, I just, there's nothing in particular I want to talk about. I just want to talk. You know, maybe mentioned about something that happened, and I got down to the point of, you know, I just really started to build up that relationship with mom, mm-hmm. and then uh, had moved back here, and then...
0: And back here means in our house. Yes. Back to your old bedroom.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. I even have the... uh the message on the little whiteboard still says, welcome to your room, Brendan. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. And, you know, then.
0: And you still have your your spot in the shed that. Yep. That sometimes means, I unplug your yep. power because I need to plug so, my pellet. Sometimes
1: in. Edison uh, runs over the power cord.
0: Yes, that happens occasionally, too.
1: Yeah. Which is surprising because the one he ran over is high, was high-vis yellow. And he saw the green garden hose. That's funny. And not the high-vis yellow. <laughs> and he's red-green colorblind. I think it would be the green uh, you can't
0: see. That's funny, yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, no, uh, I also, actually, before I even started listening to your podcast, and now I know why, um, I had an interaction with somebody who I now know, uh, probably knows about this because they listen to your podcast um, and I won't name their names, but, uh, th- don't know who they are. Cause I'd gone over to their house to work on an ambulance mm. and <laughs> <laughs> I know who it is. Uh, so one of them wasn't home yet, but, uh, I was talking to his wife and, uh, you know, longtime family friends. And we were talking outside for a little bit while we were waiting for him to get back with food. And she started off by saying, you know, Hey, I've got a question for you. And I was like, okay, <sighs> you know, what is it? Thinking it was just going to be something, you know, smaller, right. lighthearted. And she started off by saying... How amazing is your dad? That <laughs> that would be a question I would expect yeah. from them. Uh, so she, she said, so you used to hate your parents. What changed? And I was like, oh, that was not what I was expecting. Hmm. And it's like, that was also so many years ago, and it was such a gradual process that I don't remember all the details, but I told her, you know, a little bit of what we've talked about. It's like, I remember, you know, it's time and distance Mm -hmm. and it was, okay. Establish a safe, you know, a neutral zone of, you know, we're going to have this family activity. You're always invited, but never expected. And, you know, um, and it's more of the actions rather than words. So I, I think what you were talking about earlier of, um, I think I probably still did to an extent of what you were talking about, of acting out mm-hmm. um, in a way of like, oh, well, if you say you'd love me no matter what, what right. if I did this? What if I did that?
0: Prove it to me. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, and, you know, I'm not going to, you know, say that I, I've never done anything because of that, whether I realized it or not. Oh,
0: I know. I, I already <laughs> know the answer to that one. <laughs> it,
1: it is a possibility. Uh Yes. But uh, no, I, I think that's a case of actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. And it's actually interesting because you've also talked about it. Uh, your experience um, at girls camp and Chris's mm-hmm. experience of you know praying about uh, how does your Father in Heaven feel about you, right. you specifically. And I remember after you had talked about that, I was like, okay, you know, I wasn't super into church at the time, but I was still going.
0: Yeah, because you had this mm-hmm. this detour that took you not just away from the Latter-day Saint faith, but mm-hmm. it took you away from faith.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, and uh, that's a whole separate... Yeah, we may have of, another episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I remember with that too, I had, um, I was like, okay, you know what, you know, I'll, I'll try this. Yeah. Um, And I'd prayed about it a couple times, and I just never got an answer. Mm -hmm. And I finally realized maybe a month ago. And so this is over the past, what would have been? Seven years? Yeah. Give or take? About that. Because that was about when I was 18 when you had that. that. So over the past, like, seven years, I realized that I've been getting my answer a piece at a time. And because I think for me, and when I realized it, it was actually as I was talking to somebody about something. And I started thinking about it. And I was like, oh, I am, you know, I know I'm not 100% there yet Mm -hmm. as far as the full answer. Um, But I'm starting to get there a little bit at a time. Because if he had just, you know, if I just had that, one time feeling mm-hmm. of just this immense love for me, I would have turned away from it mm. I've would have been like nope, you know in that place at that time right I wouldn't have been ready for it and it would have been something I would have run from would have rejected um because that's what I was doing at the time right i'm sure you you might have a, a little bit of inkling of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and
0: so and and it's it wasn't just me and mom it was Mm -hmm. you were you were running you would have run from really any
1: yeah i was uh for some reason i was uh trying to be as apathetic as i could towards everything
0: which feels very safe
1: yeah um because you can't be hurt if you have no feelings um which is not actually the case but it it, it's great short term Right, it
0: you you believe that you can't be hurt, mm-hmm. but then you yeah
1: yeah. Um, but so with that, uh, there are a couple things, uh, like I said recently, that helped me realize that I have been getting my answer just a little bit at a time, mm-hmm. and also some of you I know you've talked about in the past of if you tell something or tell somebody you know. You need to do this. It's a lot harder for them to do it Mm -hmm. if you just tell them to do it versus Mm -hmm. if you tell them, here's why you need to do it. You know, if you you know, it's like, okay, Edison, you need to mow the grass every week. Mm -hmm. Well, why do I have to do it every week? It doesn't well, if you let it go too long, the grass will get too high in the back and the mower will get stuck, Mm -hmm. which I have never done. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. Maybe once,
0: whatever, or twice.
1: Yeah. Um, for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, no, so if, once somebody understands why something's important, why something needs to be done, it's a lot easier for them to do it, partially because it justifies it, but also because it explains it mm-hmm. and gives it a reason and a purpose. Right. Um, and so I think in the same type of way, uh, God knew that for me, it couldn't be a one time, here you go, you're going to remember this for your, the rest of your life because I would have run from it. I would have hid from it. Mm-hmm. And I probably still would at this point because such an immense love would push me away for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so instead, what he's started to show me is an, uh, a scripture verse that goes well with this. I don't remember. The Exact verse, but it's something along the lines of if talking about how you know humans, you know, inherently evil, imperfect mm-hmm. beings, you know, if your parents who are evil, uh, can do good things and mm-hmm. like give you good things, right? How much more or like how much better are the things that I can give to you if I'm perfect, right? And if your son like, asks for I, know, I, I butchered that a little red,
0: bit, but, you're not going to give him a stone, and you guys are imperfect, yeah, and I, as God, am perfect, and I would never do anything like that, yeah.
1: Um, so what he's opened my eyes to is, uh, the principle of unconditional love specifically from imperfect people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just start noticing, you know, it's like, okay, I know I'm acting out and I know I ran away and I Mm -hmm. know I did this and I know I did that, but then I can come home like the prodigal son and be welcomed back. And be like, oh yeah, you know, you know, we're so glad to have you back and, mm-hmm. you know, glad you're here. And, um, it's, you know, it's like, I know you guys aren't perfect, but it's just started. Pretty close though. <laughs> at least mom is. Huh? That's right.
0: She says I'm next to perfect.
1: Yeah. Cause you stand next to her. <laughs>
0: That's right. Thank goodness. I'm at <laughs> least in the proximity of perfection. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah yeah so it's just starting to and I mean in other situations too um but it's like okay, if you know my parents who are imperfect can have you know all this unconditional love unrequited love mm-hmm. for me as a person, even if they don't agree with everything I do mm-hmm. um it's like how much you know more does my father in heaven actually care for me yeah, and you know I know. Like I said, I know I'm not at the end of the answer yet, but at least I realize that I'm starting to get it.
0: Right. And the neat thing about that for me is that um, I don't have a I don't have to have an agenda. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I have an agenda, it makes it worse. Mm-hmm. If my agenda is well, I want to I want Brendan to know that I love him so that he will stop doing these things or start doing these things. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work because you mm-hmm. can see through that. Yeah. But if I just and this is the point that i was talking about wanting to make when we wrapped up and so that's where Mm. we are right now yeah um the role that that i have is really just to be present and to be um engaged in in the relationship and it's it's not to grandma jan for example didn't Mm um put rules or stipulations on her relationship with you. Well, you can Mm -hmm. come over for dinner if you have done these things, or if you haven't done these things, Mm -hmm. it was, um, and just to be, just to be, um, Mm -hmm. open and blunt about it. If you came in the house and you smelled like Mm -hmm. smoke, Mm -hmm. that was not a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. She did. Did she, has she ever said anything to you about that? No. So it, that doesn't, change the way that she expresses her mm-hmm. her love for you or her acceptance of you. Um, it And it's like what we were saying, mm-hmm. that um, I know that the things that I do aren't always acceptable mm-hmm. to mom or to God or to you or to whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, it, as far as, as our relationship goes, my responsibility is just to be a, a loving parent. And if I can do that then I'm not perfect at it, I'm really close, Mm -hmm. but if I'm not, (laughs) if I'm not perfect at that, um, that's, that's my, my work to do. And it's not, um, again, it's not an agenda. I, -hmm. I'm not, hopefully I'm not, um, going to offer you food or Mm -hmm. laundry facilities or whatever so that Mm -hmm. you'll like us. That's manipulative. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't think that that's effective. So, um how did you answer let's just call them brother and sister smith
1: Mm -hmm.
0: how did you answer the question you just talked about kind of your journey but was there anything else
1: uh i think it was uh pretty much along the lines of you know what we've talked about Mm um of it was just a slow journey and it was mostly that you know hey we're here there's you know nothing required or expected of you but we're here if you need anything right um, and then just that an open invitation. So that way it's, Hey, we're extending this and you know, there's no expiration date mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, and I think that was the biggest thing and I had told them that. And I think I did tell them that they should talk to you guys too, to hear your Well, thing. I'm starting, I'm starting a uh, support group of
0: parents <laughs> of kids who hate them. And so if you <laughs> want to join our support group, we're going to have monthly yeah. dinners
1: and, <laughs> <laughs> You make the pizza. I'll make the pizza, or I'll make the pizza. Wait, you I don't know that I'm gonna invite you. Oh, you, you just said you're inviting <laughs> this, me.
0: This is a support group for parents
1: yeah, of you, kids who hate said, them. You said you're inviting me. You're looking at me when you said that.
0: I was looking at you because you're in front of me. It doesn't mean that you're invited <laughs> to my support group. No, I'll let you make the pizzas. Brendan has made some. Um, Used to work for, was it Wise Guys Pizza mm-hmm. in uh, Fisher's and just a great experience f- mm-hmm. for you from what I could tell. Yeah. And you're now our our family pizza guy. hmm So we'll wrap it up. It's um, been a fun conversation getting to hear how wrong I've been two yeah. times or four three times. times, four times.
1: I guess I would make it five <laughs> times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you can't double count the one time that I was wrong in this episode. <laughs> But um, thanks for listening. If you have feedback, comments, I would love to hear. You can reach out to me, Ken, at chocolatecakebites.com. And until next week, um, have a good week. Thank you for listening to Chocolate Cake Bites. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating or review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas, and you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider, who do you know who needs chocolate cake?